By the time you hear this, the showrooms will be full of green car options that didn't exist even a year ago. You can walk right in and buy one of several zero-emission cars that plug into the wall and operate for just a few cents a mile. There will be more hybrid choices than ever before, plus a new variation, the plug-in hybrid, which extends the concept with up to 50 miles of battery-only range. In a few more years, hydrogen fuel cell cars will also be ready for sale to the public. If you're like most people, you probably have more than one reason to be interested in the new generation of electric cars. You know they have much lower operating costs, sure, but you also like the idea of automobiles running on batteries, with no dependence on foreign oil and no polluting tailpipe. You're intrigued that this new technology is enjoying a rebirth, and wondering if now's the time to plunge ahead, be an early adopter, and put a green car in the driveway. Maybe you're a bit like James Brazel of Asheville, North Carolina, who in February of 2011 became one of the first 500 purchasers of the innovative Chevrolet Volt, a plug-in hybrid unlike anything else the sometimes technophobic General Motors has ever produced. It's a great car, and it meets my needs very well, he says. Brazel drives an average of 30 miles a day, so with the car's 35 miles of all-electric range, he can mostly avoid visiting gas stations. But when he needs to make longer trips, such as his frequent 230-mile round-trip runs to Charlotte for football games, the car can accommodate that with 300 miles of range provided by the gas engine. Brazel is 84, which made him the oldest Volt customer. But more important than that, he's the former coordinator of worldwide exploration and production for oil giant Texaco. That gives him an insider's perspective on our dwindling fossil fuel supply. And he's worried, let's make that very worried, about the future. I think we're very close to peak oil, Brazel told me. Production might plateau where we are for a while, maybe a year or two, but then it will start to decline. If demand, especially from China, keeps rising as it has been, the stress point on worldwide production is going to be reached, and that will happen this decade for sure. It isn't necessary to have worked for Texaco to be worried, let's make that very worried, about our foreign oil dependence. A 2010 Rock the Vote poll showed that 86% of 18- to 29-year-old voters were worried about it, and a Rasmussen poll in the same year showed that it concerned 73% of all adults. The growing alarm is bipartisan, which isn't something you can say about climate change. That splits Americans along ideological lines. But even if you're a global warming skeptic, you're probably worrying about it at least a little bit. And when coupled with concern over rising gas prices, peak oil, and local air pollution, there's a powerful case to be made for cleaner cars. Transportation accounts for about a third of all greenhouse gas emissions in the United States. Cars and trucks are also the biggest source of our smog pollution, says the Union of Concerned Scientists. Fortunately, after a series of false starts, technology breakthroughs are enabling electric cars to compete with gasoline vehicles from the world's car makers. Not until 2011 did consumers finally have a real range of green car choices. Refer to the definitions later. What's unfolding today is the culmination of a historic drama that's been proceeding in fits and starts for more than a hundred years. Your great-grandparents might have driven electric cars. 
We're still in a very early stage of their development, and the cars aren't yet all they can and will be. Hybrid cars have gone mainstream. Though the Prius was once derided as Toyota's folly, it's gone on to sell more than two million units worldwide. But the Prius didn't bound out of the gate, and the new cars probably won't either. There are challenges. Battery electric vehicles, EVs, have limited ranges, 100 miles usually, that get shorter in cold weather. Plug-in hybrids, which solve the range anxiety problem with a few hundred extra miles provided by the gasoline engine, are expensive, and therefore may not justify their extra cost by operating at a lower cost.